Cause me a place in here much better There's aftermath, them ties and tracks Your real dog, would you give it all up for me? Said you save a dime a day And build a log cabin down there by the river Raise the kids the best there is And I worry about it All right, we're back for those of y'all that missed us. Another attempt at an episode at Seats Taken tonight. Um, a little rusty. I feel a little rusty, but um, we're going to try to get back and start doing this thing again. Um, see if we can come up with some good stories and some good topics to talk about here in the near future um but tonight we're going to discuss our um opening 2022 uh opening day duck season here in the state of texas um got two of the um two of the party here tonight um we may have another show up later on. I think his heart's a little broken over the TCU loss today. But, you know, we've all been there. Um, so we're just going to kind of recap that a little bit. See what everybody thought about it. This is actually the first duck hunt that we've been on that we've pretty much limited out for the most part. I mean, um I think we we all could have had another you know a bird or two in the uh, per hunter, but we uh, we did really good. Um, and for you guys that are this what third year? Yeah, it's third year. I didn't get to hunt last year, so it's my second year. But three years altogether. Yeah, used his red shirt sophomore year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, where do you begin? I mean, I mean, so we, we did a camp out. We got there Friday night, set up all our stuff. I'd say the camp was probably the best camp we've been. I think it's better than the, mm-hmm. the White Oak. Yeah, White Oak was the first time we did an overnight camp out, yeah. But it was, it was a lot colder, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, got there, set up everything, hung out for a little bit, and... Went ahead and packed it in. Um, got ready. Woke up, what, 2.30, 3.30? Yeah. I mean, I think we we went to, uh, of course, this is a duck hunting um, uh, protocol. We don't discuss where we've gone. Um, but we can tell you all about what we did. But uh, an area that we showed up, to begin with, um, what eight, nine trucks already at the trailhead? Yeah, our our first spot, or where we were gonna hunt. Yeah, and that was kind of demoralizing a little bit. Yeah, um, and then um, Tyler knew of another spot that uh, 
we had hunted the previous year um but we only hunted a pond because at that last year when we went to this spot that we're uh, going to talk about our hunt um there was quite a few people showed up there as well but we were able to claim an area where uh, nobody else went to but we didn't have the success like we did um but yeah and, and then it was you three yeah we went out and scouted kind of found our spot yeah me and ted just hung out at the truck yeah you could tell where we got it was a uh, real tall reeds mm-hmm. and then it kind of dropped off like a you know the water had been there mm-hmm. but due to drought or whatever it receded so it's kind of like a, a beachy area mm. and uh we got out there we put our deeks out and we tucked back in the reeds and i mean genuinely if you were walking up towards us the way those reeds covered, you couldn't see us. I couldn't see you. You, you were completely masked. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was a big help. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all sank down in there real nice. I mean, even even for, um, you know, Tyler's height, um, I mean, I really couldn't make him out as much. Now, we're, you know, Ted and I were sitting. I, th- I think you probably, you wouldn't have to look too terribly hard for us, but we were hit somewhat hidden a little bit. It wasn't bad. It um, almost, I mean, we were so well covered it made it hard to see mm. birds coming in from certain angles like you got your little window but then if they were like for me if they were coming to my left coming in mm-hmm. like i couldn't see them i just had to rely on tyler or, or danny calling it out yeah before you know, we before, get too far into that you know birds actually coming in and talking about the hunt itself i think we should just kind of recap our first year and then me and my dad can touch on second year and how all that compares to this year and we'll really deep dive into this year i'd say our first year we didn't get on on opening day we kind of decided pretty late that we wanted to do it yeah we decided the weekend before the split kind of spur of the moment that we were going to hunt yeah and we got out there, and we got we. I got a duck, and you got a duck. Yeah. And Joe could have got a duck, but yeah, I had something else in my hand besides a shotgun. <laughs> so, but uh, but that was it. And then I'd say the rest of the season. Do I, I can't? Did we pull in anything else? We probably because me and my dad went out a few times on our <laughs> own, and then you know we hunted a few times. Prior. Altogether, yeah, we hunted a few times prior to Danny joining. I think that whole year or that whole season, we probably bagged five ducks. Yeah, and our very last hunt, Danny finally got his first one. Yeah, and, and then it wasn't because of the not so much the lack of seeing ducks. I mean, you can it's also blame it to, on our shooting. Well, also an experience. I bought shells that were like six shot because I didn't know any better. Mm. And I was just pissing birds off more than doing any damage. Yeah. Yeah. But and then the second year, I my work I couldn't I couldn't take off. Mm-hmm. Second year wasn't worth anything. I mean, at least where we hunted and I mean we didn't do ourselves any favor by branching out and scouting other areas. So 
And it also didn't help with that big freeze that we had. Not this last spring, but the spring before, spring of 21. That really did us in. And it really, in a way, kept ducks up north a lot longer. And they finally started showing up after the season ended. Go figure. Yeah. You see them all, like, around my house. We got a pond. And you see them, I mean, there's residential ducks. But then after duck season's over, they pack that pond. Hmm. But I think this season, we came into it the most prepared we've ever been. I got We all have the right guns, the right shells. Tyler got gator waders. Convinced me to get gator waders. Like, I think that's a huge improvement over the waders I had prior. Oh, yeah, 100%. And neoprene is not the way to go. No, definitely. If you... If you're a duck hunter and you've been on the fence about buying gator waders or not, it's worth the money. Well, any kind of breathable wader. Neoprene waders are more for, you know, if you're a fly fisherman, you're yeah, fishing midstream. Or if you're, you know, maybe ride ATVs or side-by-sides. If, and, it, if it was spring or summer, they'd be fine. Well, even still, I mean, for the work that you're putting in while duck hunting. Yeah. I mean, that's not the waiter to have because it just traps all that sweat in there and that's just going to all pull yeah. up at your feet and then that's going to get cold. You're going to get cold. Yeah, because when I was wearing the, the breathable waders, I never felt, well, I got sweaty after I went and chased down a duck that felt like a mile away. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, I, wasn't, I hadn't started sweating. I was warm. My feet never got cold. Which is a big deal for me, because my other waders oh, that's so important. are even prior to having waders. No matter what I did, I got fancy socks, I got mm-hmm. you know good boots. Still, my feet got cold, and that was my biggest turnoff. Yeah. But finally, wearing the breathable waders, they got really good insulation. Yeah. And I wasn't cold at all. Yeah. I think yeah. we're all finally getting to the point where we're able to make those upgrades. Definitely. Starting to buy it. Because our first season, we didn't know what we were doing. I went and bought the cheapest pants and jacket I could find, which turned out to be a huge mistake. Because you're freezing, you know, out there. Yeah. But these things you don't know, you know, until you get out there and start doing it. I I think with the experience now we have, it's getting to the point where you can start buying more luxury items. It's a trial and error thing. I mean, it's you got to try a few different things to, you know, see what's going to work. And there's some things that'll work for you, and then there's some things that's just not going to work. You know, I mean, yeah. With the waders that y'all got, that was, you know, y'all basically have the Cadillac of waders. Um, and well, I guess if you could say for a middle class middle class individual, but I mean, there are breathable waders out there. They're, you know, car payment. Well, yeah, but I mean, for a reasonably affordable price and the massive upgrade it is over what we had prior, I think it's it's, it's the most bang for your buck. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's important because you know as well as I do, you start looking at hunting gear and it gets real expensive real quick. Yeah. I mean, simple stuff too. You see a, little, a thin little jacket, and you're like, "That's probably twenty, thirty bucks." Mm-hmm. Be like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, you're like, "That's a, that's ridiculous." But uh, there is a point to that though, because it, it you you know you do get what you pay for. Very much so. I mean, if if you would have bought 
you know, a, a thing of Cabela's waiters, you know, that were, I don't know if you're going to get the quality like you did. No, in the those are my, my previous waiters were the Cabela's waiters. Yeah. And I think I spent, they were like 130, mm-hmm. 140, which at the time I really didn't have the money. So I was kind of stretching it then. And, you know, that's basically where I started. Yeah. I mean, even back in the day, whenever I hunted, I whatever I could get to get me out there, that's all I wanted. Yeah. It didn't matter. I mean, I just deal with whatever else, you know, at the time. But it's, um, gear is important. I mean, I just recently got the, uh, shameless plug, Dr. Duck 2.0, uh, the hunt locker. Tried it out. So far, so good. Ease of use. It's just heavier than a sun buck trying to carry other stuff. See, Tyler can attest to me about having next. a heart attack pulling the kayak and <laughs> having that thing on my back. That's my next big purchase is trying to find a, a good bag. Yeah. That's in between, can hold all my stuff and is not too heavy. Because I have that blind bag and I hate carrying that thing around. It just doesn't, it's not ergonomic. Yeah. And I need something better. Which, It'd be good if you were like in a boat. Yeah. And you pulled up to a place and you just had it there for you whenever you needed it. Yeah. But, I mean, we're, this is working man duck hunting, man. I mean, we're, we don't have any fancy boats or nothing, you know. No, we're, not at all. We're hoofing it all out there. Which, <laughs> no. the bag I'm looking at is like the one Ted had, where it's like a backpack, mm-hmm. but it's got the, where you strap your shotgun in. Mm-hmm. And I like that. So, that's the one I've, I'm eyeballing. Yeah, yeah. Good bags. I mean, it's. It's if it's something that you can just be able to reach in and grab it and know right where it's at. That's a plus in my eyes because you don't have to turn the flashlight on. You don't have to do a bunch of messing around. It's just there. Grab it. You're yeah. done. You know. Um. So I wish we had Mr. Dan come on board. He could kind of let us know, you know, give his thoughts on it all because I'm sure he he was excited. Oh, I yeah. mean, I know all all of us were. I mean, I think we were all kind of in shock, you know, considering that uh, the previous years was nothing like this. And even on a good day, we never saw as many birds as we no. saw on a continuous. Yeah. I mean, the morning of the first, you know, opening day said we, we went to the trailhead and there was all them trucks. So we mm-hmm. found the other location. And I was like, man, I don't, you know. As much as we've hunted this lake, I was like, I really don't expect to see a lot. Like, was right. I mean, I was hoping we did, but I was like, not expecting it. Yeah. And then, I mean, from first light, it was we were getting hammered. Yep. There was, I mean, I was shooting my shots, and I couldn't reload fast enough mm-hmm. when more birds were coming in. Yep. Our, we'd shoot a duck, and it go down, and you start to kind of go out there to get it, and then you got another batch coming in. Yep. I mean, it was heavy. Yeah. It was the best dunk hunt we've ever been in by by far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's stuff we watch on TV. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, for the most part, I mean, because it's, you know, we don't, we're not, you know, hunting in, in, uh, in, in, you know, we're not wading in timber or nothing like that. I mean, we're shoreline hunting, but for shoreline hunting, Man, I'll take that all day long. I mean, it, continuous flight of, of birds and the amount of birds that were in each flock. It's like, man, that's... I was like, are you, you know, sure? Yeah, this thing, too, in the past years, if we get multiple ducks coming in at a time, it's two, maybe three. 
this one you were getting i mean you get five six seven eight at a time yeah coming in yeah i don't think that's gonna happen anymore this season no i don't think so that was just teal that hadn't migrated down south yet or they were in in route to maybe mexico or something but um i think that was just pure luck and i mean all the cards you know kind of all fell in our hands i mean and that's any kind of hunting really i mean you can see ducks even if we scouted that spot and we did see all those ducks there we could have gone back the next day and nothing they're all gone yeah well, I'll give you guys credit, man. I mean, just for blindly going into a place and we never had been down there to look and y'all looked at it and said, hey, this looks good. I mean, let's do this. You know, we had the wind in our favor. It was blowing out of the north, northwest. It was clear. I think we had the sun in our favor, too. Yeah, the sun I think was, when they're flying in, it's kind of blinding them. Yeah. I mean, I think so. we were hidden well enough. Yeah, yeah. But I think it, it also played a big factor. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you say good job on, you know, picking a great spot, but I think we were just at the point that um, we had no other option. I mean, we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot trying to leave that spot. I mean, we just got lucky leaving our first spot. Yeah. And that spot was three yeah. minutes down the road. I mean, if we had tried to go to another spot, which I had in mind, that would have taken us 30 minutes. Yeah. To get back over there because what at that point we were already like creeping up to like four o'clock in the morning yeah and at that point you know people should be getting to or already set up you know um well, we got there and there was already a guy there if i no not the first no, day. no that not the first day we were the first day we got there there was no one there no, i won't get into that right this second what happened the next time me and my dad went out there and hunted the same spot. Yeah, I'll leave that for the end. But, uh, you know, first light, you know, we're all, I mean, it's always fun counting down first light. Like, you know, we've done this before, and every time we get to first light, you know, we have a, a bunch of ducks coming. That never happens. Usually, I mean, there's been I mean, times where we've had... I remember... You know, it's usually the the few teal. I mean, yeah, you'll have you a couple of teal come in and, yeah, you know, to, they'll land. And you're like, oh. To us, that was like a really good... Yeah. Uh, to this point. Mm-hmm. That was like two teal coming in. I was like, we got excited. Yeah. Yeah. I but, mean, to, to see some action. Yeah. You know, I was... I don't know about everyone else. I'm sure they were all probably the same. I was jacking around on my phone. You know, it got the first light. You know, the first couple of minutes went by and nothing... Oh, you can hear up at the other spot I, what we assume what they were getting into them. I mean, first light is firing off. And us, I was like, oh, you know, it's just like any other time we go hunting. You know, you hear everyone else getting into them. And, you know, us, here we are once again with our gun in our hand with nothing to shoot at. So I got on my phone, started looking at the weather app and, you know, God knows what. And, you know, no sooner than... I'm doing that. They're all, you know, doing the mumblings of something's coming in. You know, I look up and just big group of ducks, you know, teal, right there in our face. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I didn't even have time to put my phone down, grab my gun. I didn't even get a shot off when that first group came in. And I was mad at myself. I was like, I just blew my opportunity. And that's probably all we're going to see today, you know, based off our previous hunts. And I believe we got 21 ducks altogether in the first day. Well, no. In that group, I think we took down like two or three. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got one, Danny got one, and Ted, did Ted get one from that first group? Um, I'm not sure. I think it was later on in the morning when we got our birds. I think you guys were pretty much catching them as they were fixing to cut and try to land in the middle of the decoys. And that's where y'all, because y'all water swatted some of them. And then there was, y'all got some that were in flight or fixing to land or take off y'all got them yeah by the time i got my gun up for some reason the way i loaded it with these stogers i mean they're real touchy on how you need to load them i guess i didn't do it right because i pulled my gun up pulled the trigger nothing yeah so i mean by the time i sat there figured all that out racked one in there again it was already too late i also shoot a stoger uh i had the same issue it's you have to load it extremely precisely in the right order which, I mean, other than that, they're a great gun. It's a semi-automatic. I think that gun is smooth action. It's I like love it. On the playing field of the Gator Waiters. Yeah, me. but you have to load it exactly in the right order or else, you know, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, yeah, I was really proud of you guys, how how well y'all y'all shot. And I believe a lot a lot of that had to do with the guns that y'all were shooting. Plus, y'all were shooting three-inch shells instead of two and three-quarter. I mean, we're talking, in, you know. Three-inch, two-shot. I mean, finally, I said, like, the right shells. And choke. Danny and, was shooting. Well, I don't know if we had the right choke because, I mean, what were we shooting? Uh, improved cylinder? I don't know what Seth was shooting. I don't even know what's in mine. Because he didn't I, even pull his out. But I shot a modified is what I got in mine. But me and Danny both had improved cylinder and for the range that we were shooting those ducks i mean they were no more i mean max 20 yards mm-hmm. now yeah, there's no reason close. we should have been using an improved cylinder um and we probably would have taken more ducks down if we had a modified in could have yeah but you know danny was shooting three and a half inch but after that first group i was like well this is it you know we're this this is all the ducks we're gonna see today and um, you know, no sooner than they go and grab their ducks and well, well, we couldn't even grab our ducks. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget, we had to wait till they washed on shore. Yeah, because they were too far out and leave it to Beaver. Joe Boo forgot the. Yeah, we didn't have the canoe at first. Well, no, we didn't have the life jacket, the life preserver, which I reminded him of before we went on that hunt, and. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. We had a, I mean, this, he, I guess he just loves buying life preservers while we're out there because this happened a previous time we were going to fish. Last, well, year before last, I think, or last year when we went to. We got our kayaks all the way out there, you know, probably 30, 40 minutes from the house and realized we forgot our life preservers, but. Walmart, here we come. Anyways, you know, we. Got some water in our waders, which is always fun. You no, know. y'all got some water in your waders. Yeah, you know, Zest too pansy to get his jacket <laughs> wet. First of all, 
pansy. It was smart because I didn't have water in my waders. Yeah, I think I, I barely his, got a little bit in there. I mean, he had a comforter for a jacket. It is. It's a thick jacket. Waders. Now, had it been if if the action would have like really went to a, a crawl, I might have noticed that water in my waders a little bit more. But by the time I figured, hey, I'm going to go up there and get the kayak because we can't take a chance. I don't, I mean, you know, I don't want to get in trouble for wanton waste and. Uh, so even though I didn't have the life jacket for the, for the kayak, um, I mean, I was going to take, I'd, I would have taken a ticket because I wasn't going to lose any birds and I wanted to make sure y'all got your birds. And, um, luckily, I mean, the way the wind was blowing, it blew it over into a, a point for us. A little cove. Yeah. So that helped, but the kayak would have been a lot more efficient, you know, um, going and getting them, but anyway, that was a lesson learned. By the time he went and got the kayak, and we'd already shot probably six or seven more. Yeah, I could hear shots going. I mean, it was. It was I was. Tr- I was almost at a run. I was walking very fast, but I was almost at a run to get back to the truck. And how I manhandled that kayak to get it over that fence get it all thrown together and go. I don't know how I did it, but I did. Cause all I could hear is y'all boom, 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 boom. I was like, damn it. And, you know, I'm missing out on it. And then plus, you know, y'all are putting more birds on the, on the water. So I'm thinking, man, we're going to have to get those birds. So. And what's funny with all that is, you know, with how often, I mean, a group would come in and not, by the time we got out there, I mean, there were some birds we were able to go out and grab ourselves while he was getting the kayak. And uh, there was a time that me and Danny both got a bird and we ran out there together to get our birds. And some, somehow Danny uh, came back before I did because we saw more birds coming in. And I get back to my gun and... I got gold shells in my gun. I'm like, what in the world is that? And it, there was these shells that we got, you know, a couple of years ago at a Christmas party that Bobby got. And they're like, you know, six, seven shot shotgun shells. I was like, did I accidentally bring those and put those in my gun? I'm racking them out. And Danny overhears me talking about, where do these gold shells come from? He's like, oh man, I ran up there and I thought it was my gun and, Loaded in with the three and a half inch, and I realized it wasn't my gun, and so I just left him in there, and hurried up and got back to my gun and loaded it again. So Danny hooked me up with three free, three and a half inch shells. Man, talking about shells, I ran through a box and a half. I, I, our first year, what I, I mean, that half box I think I shot, and the some of them were shot out of the Stoker because it was brand new, and I just wanted to see how it shot, like so. Really didn't get a whole lot of shots off. And last year, I didn't get to hunt at all, like I said. And one day in, what, two hours, I ran through a box and a half of yeah, shells. I probably almost ran through two boxes myself. But it was insane was, how fast. I mean. I was bumming shells. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember I told you you could have some. Um, he ended up not even shooting any of them. No, the ones you gave me, I shot. Yeah. But then the ones that Joe gave me, I I didn't end up shooting. 
Because I, I, mean, I we, was going to give some to Ted, too, because he was running low. We shot so much that it hurt to shoot. At yeah, you and, you and Danny got bruised. And I mean, I think me and Danny probably shot more than everyone else. Just because of, I guess, awareness. I don't know. You, you can hear my dad and Ted. They get to talking about something and... You know, they might miss a group coming in, and, you know, Zeth loves to doze off here and there. Yeah. Did you go to sleep? Not during the night. I did pre, after we, you know, put the deeks out and we got set up. Because I don't... I and don't we were know. waiting for first light. But then, that was... I was awake the whole time for that one. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think I remember... I don't know if I could see where you were at. Maybe I could. Were you in between them, or were you... No, in- I was... Uh, it was Danny, Tyler, then me. Oh, okay. So I was on the very end. And I didn't fall asleep at all during that hunt because it was so, we were so busy. Moving around, yeah, you know, shooting. And he did fall out of his chair. I did, yeah, <laughs> I did fall because I was trying to sit back down and I was looking at the sky. He, at yeah. the moment, I mean, he looked at me. You know, I would have helped if he really needed the help. But he fell and he's like, I need help. I'm like, <laughs> Seth, I'm not crawling through all these reeds to give you a hand. He was just rolling around like a, you know, a wounded animal. He was side to side trying to flip himself over. Well, I will he got say that thick old jacket on. I will say with that jacket and waders, you lose a lot of dexterity. It's not just easy to pop back up. So it was oh, fun no. watching him jack around and try to stand back up real quick. But How he missed his chair completely. I, I mean, it was just a loud thud. I look over and I see Zeth, what? arms in the air, and somehow he had a shotgun, like. <laughs> Safe. Well, yeah, yeah I want to make sure I didn't get my, my gun dirty or mud in my barrel. It was funny, though, because when I shot that widgeon, I was waiting for it, and it was kind of still flopping. So I came out to shoot it again. Mm-hmm. And Ted, if Ted, if you're listening, I'm not trying to make funny. I just think it's, it was funny. He steps out, and he's like, I'm going to shoot it. And I was like, okay, go ahead. And he shoots, and he shoots probably five feet over it. <laughs> and he was like, damn it, I missed it. And I was like... Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of moments like that, so there was a group of ducks that came in. They were starting to break off and fly away. They weren't going to decoy. And you were the only one that had a shot on them. Just because of where... I, if I shot, I'd be shooting over your head. Yeah. And if Danny shot, he'd be shooting at me. Yeah. I think Ted and my dad... Uh, I might have been too were, far away. I mean, chatting and well, something. Well, I mean, the, the, the birds that I was going to shoot at... He, he, because I didn't want to shoot towards y'all's way because I figured there's three of you there. If they get in between us, if y'all miss them, I'm going to try to catch whatever's going out to the left side of me. I'm going to bear down on them. And that's how I got my first, my first two well, it was funny. as they were going away. What I was getting at is Zed. I mean, we were Zed didn't want to get up at first. He was just going to let them go. And, you know, me and Danny are getting on Zed like, shoot. And Zed just hops out of his chair like he's going to save the day. And, I mean, I don't even think he shouldered his damn gun. I mean, he pulls it up and he's like, pow, pow, pow. And it's like in a movie. I mean, the gun's just jumping. You can see it just jumping up in the air. I'm like, he didn't just, he didn't hit nothing. I mean, he'd be lucky if he hit air with those shots. And he he turned around disappointed. Damn, I didn't get him. I'm like, no shit, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, there's I no way you were going to get them. Because when they came by, y'all didn't get them. And well, there was no way we could get no, them because no. they kept on fluttering around in your area. So 
I couldn't make I, well, a shot. For me, I thought I was like, I, I looked and I was like, wait, I think they're out of range. So I wasn't going to get up. And then y'all were like, get up, get shoot, 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 shoot. So I was like, all right, I'll get up and shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, when the excitement of the moment, I mean, you, I mean, you, you think you got a plan or think you're going to do this or that. I mean, it's, you're just excited. Your adrenaline's yeah. pumping, you know, and you're trying to gather yourself after a big group of birds comes in and then here comes another group. You're like, oh, hell, what, do, what do we do? Yeah. Because they would almost get on, I mean, they pretty much get on top of us by the time we would start shooting. It ain't like we used to be able to maybe see something in the distance kind of come and turn like, well, you know, me and Tyler did um, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. We, none of them would come in. And yeah. we'd have to try to, I'd try to have to try to call them in. You didn't have to call them in at all this time. No, Even no. They were, like I said, they were on top of us coming in. And hell, they, they come back after we shot at them. Yeah. I think. Well, that one. Teal was were the, pretty uneducated. I mean, they move fast and they move a lot. Our shooting was pretty on point that day. I mean, to take Teal, I mean, to some people, I'm sure, you know, it's fairly easy for them to take down a Teal, but. And those suckers move fast. They're fast and they're small. And I think if we had, you know, any other duck come in besides a teal, you know, mallards or uh, widgeon or gadwalls, we all would have limited out. Oh, yeah. Because they, they move all, I mean, they're not slow, but well, they, they move, move a lot slower, slower than, than, a teal. than teal. And they're a lot bigger than teal. Yeah. And so to almost, for all of us to almost limit out, on teal says something. I mean, we had the world's ugliest duck that Danny took. The Baganzer. And that, that bird, that he come out of nowhere. I mean, like he fell out of the sky and he was in our decoys. And I was, cause when I first saw him, I thought, Oh no, don't shoot him. <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was one of those cormorants or, you know, water turkeys, what y'all hear me call them. Um, I thought it was like, Oh God, I hope he didn't kill one of them, man. Because, how do you explain that to a federally protected? Yeah, well, I don't think you know, they would even land in our decoys, anyways. No, I mean, it's, yeah, I was gonna say that. As many as I've seen fly over, they've never even remotely engaged with no decoys or calls or. Mm-mm. And those, and the, to those teal getting going back to that, that's one of the fastest birds around. I mean, especially whenever they're. I mean. Uh, if you see videos and you saw it firsthand, they fly in a tight group. Yeah. You know, and when they do, they're they're like, you know, the blue angels. When they fly, they just all in sequence with each other. And, and you know, and, and with all them together, it's like a peloton, you know, or a drafting group on, you know, NASCAR or something. Yeah. They move a lot faster in a lot of cases than a couple birds would. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the, the the fastest bird other than that that I've ever seen has been a canvasback, and a canvasback can fly. I mean, they're fast, and they're a big duck, pretty good sized duck. But a teal, man, I mean, you got to get them like what they're in that group. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you're not. I don't. Maybe not us. Maybe somebody else that's going to get them. You know, a, a pair or two flying off. You know, or uh, you know, passing by or something like that, maybe. But usually, when you get them like that in that group, it's just pick one out, start shooting, doom, 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 doom. You know, and that's what y'all did. Yeah, y'all bared down on one or looking at them, 
and y'all made it happen. Simple as that. Yeah. I said it was definitely the best duck hunt we've ever been on by far. Yeah. And, I mean, we were, like I said, from the time, I'd say what, near the end, last hour and a half, it, it slowed down a lot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even we came out there to pick up our decoys. Tyler's standing in the middle of the decoys, and we're talking and, and you know, BSing. Mm-hmm. And ducks were, there was one that came in. Tyler, no, that was the second day. Oh, was it the second day? Yeah. Yeah, the that when that um, that redhead come in, yeah, it's like she's. I, I heard something that that uh, especially like with teal and it's maybe it's like that with all ducks. I mean, I would have to read up on it, but they like to socialize. Yeah, that's why they see you know decoys or other birds, and they they just want to get down in there. But if something doesn't look right, then they're not gonna. You know they're not going to take a chance. Be like, all right, you, you know, you're on your own. I'm, I'm not, I'm not landing here. But um, for that duck that he got on that last day, I mean, she come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like she really, she can't see what we're doing over here. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He's standing right in the middle, yeah. and like he's picking up decoys. We're talking and and laughing, and we're not being quiet at all. Yeah, and she just flew in like it was. Nothing going on. What did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I on Friday night, either Friday night or Saturday morning, I was talking to you. Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, I was saying, me personally, I've never seen a redhead mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Like, in real, I mean, in real life, you know. Yeah, yeah. And for for one to come in on us. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't even know if it was a redhead because it was a It was a, a female, head. yeah. And, I mean, they're... They look a lot similar to a lot of ducks, a lot of hens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at first we thought maybe a, another uh, um, widgeon. I thought I heard somebody say something about a widgeon, but didn't have any kind of markings like one. And it's like, what is that? You know, but it's a, it's a pretty bird. It's a pretty bird, man. I'm glad you was able to get it. too bad that uh we couldn't have mr dan on to kind of give his uh his take or his you know thoughts on it but maybe we'll we'll brush up on that next time we we get him on um but yeah it's oh well also talk about after the hunt our first day so, I mean, if you're a duck hunter and you're on duck hunter pages and stuff on Facebook and you see all these duck hunters, they always do the, you know, when they limit out on yeah. the back of their truck bed or, or table or whatever, yeah. they stuck their, or st- stuck, they stack their ducks, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's always a really impressive picture. Yeah. And you're always like, man, I, I, I wish we could do that. I wish we would, you know, yeah. get to that. So finally, this is the first time where we, especially me and Danny, we're mm-hmm. like, this is it. Yep. This is our, you know. So we get back to camp, and it's a it's a public park. Mm-hmm. So we stack them all, and we get our picture, and we get back into camp. And me and Daniel are like, well, right, we're going to go up to the store. we got to get some, uh, something, some kind of animal. I ate our bread while we were gone. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we need to get another loaf of bread and, and ice and, you know, to pack mm-hmm. the ducks. And yeah. So as we're leaving, or we're getting in Danny's truck, I see a park ranger pull up and start, like, going through the back of your truck looking mm-hmm. in the in the bed and looking in the windows and it was mm-hmm. actually a game warden yeah i was it i thought it was a park ranger no it was a game warden um, but anyway 
so I was like, oh man, like, so, you know, I was, I was kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. So I, I told Danny, I was like, we probably need to go back to camp. Mm-hmm. You know, probably need to call Joe and tell him, you know, hey, they're looking, they're picking around at your truck mm-hmm. and we need to go and so we can show our birds and our license and hide the booze. Uh, so we, yeah, got, really. we got down there and he's looking at our stuff and checking all our stuff and he said some, some Karen called on us yeah because she thought we were hunting in the park <laughs> but didn't realize the park is i mean you leave the park and you're go what a mile down the road if that and you're in public land you know yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean it's it's not not very far at all i mean from where we were hunting to where we were camping no but then i was thinking like okay so first of all you're camping somewhere you clearly don't know where you're at mm-hmm. i would guess yeah but then how, you heard gunshots all morning. Mm-hmm. You, there's no way you couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was just someone thinking they're doing right, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get someone. You know, some, and, some Pete loving hippie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I mean, it's just somebody that's sticking their nose into somebody else's business, you know, and it's shocking. I mean, some people seeing a, a, a dead animal. You know, even on the side of the road, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I can't believe that thing's dead or blah, 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 whatever. I mean, I understand that, but it's... A lot of people are just oblivious to, I mean... Well, did y'all ever hear the the radio interview or the lady called into the radio station and she was asking why they put deer signs, deer crossing signs on highways? mm -mm. Yeah, she calls and she's like, I don't understand why they would do that. And they're like... What do you think? And he she goes, Why would why would they tell deer that it's safe to cross there? <laughs> and they said, Ma'am, that's not what that's for. Yeah. It's telling you that deer cross there. You need to be careful. Right. And she's like, No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think people are <coughs> you know, aware that you can hunt out there. You know, a lot of people you dig of a lake, oh, you can fish here. They don't think that, you know, within earshot people are gonna be hunting. Yeah, duck hunting. So, you know, I'm I can see where he or she. All I'm saying is, if she thought from. that all of that shooting was us from all around the lake, <laughs> well, we are pretty impressive even, duck hunters. Well, I'm telling, we should have had a lot more birds than we had. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of birds. I mean, it, it is it is remarkable how many spots there are around that lake that you can go. And hunt. Well, like I said, that North Point where we wanted to hunt first, mm-hmm. I mean, they were getting into them. They stayed about as busy as we did. Yeah, yeah. And that's normally, you hear normally when we go in the prior, the years past, mm-hmm. you would hear somebody kind of pop off somewhere and then a little bit later on somewhere else pop up. But it was never a consistent, you know, everybody's kind of like we were. Yeah. You get a few and go at them and then yeah. you wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it I, I kind of figured we were going to get checked by a game warden anyway, oh, just yeah. because of opening weekend and everybody's you know out and they're out checking on stuff. I mean, we're basically in in the uh, in their backyard, so to speak. I mean, or in their house, if you want to, because all all they got to do is just drive by and see us, you know, with a kayak or check us for that or. You know, see us walking with a gun case or something like that, and you know, check us. So I don't mind them checking us. I mean, it's no, they're I doing mean, their I'm job. I'm glad that they do. But for somebody just to you know 
think that we were hunting in the park. I mean, why didn't they come up and ask us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like, hey, I mean, are y'all hunting around here? No, no. We hunted over in an area where you can hunt. Oh, okay. Well, it would have been left alone. But somebody doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. They start going and running their mouth to the to the authorities. So. But yeah. So, I mean, the rest of the day we kind of hung out and, you know, cooked out, got ready for the next day. I will say a little gear review. Uh, I went and bought the Bass Pro Shop, good for 20 degrees, mm-hmm. sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. I was highly disappointed. Yeah, I don't know if it's the sleeping bag or... It, I I would put more blame on the tent. Because well, that yeah. open-air tent like that isn't trapping in any heat. No. Whereas if we were in a bigger, or not a bigger, a smaller tent... Or maybe we split up, you know, some of you like bring two smaller tents. It'd be a little different because it's more heat in there that it's trapping in in a tighter confined space. So this was my question. And when I brought it up initially, I don't know if you understood what I was talking about. And then y'all laughed it off like I was an idiot. But I was saying there's like no insulation in the tent. And you're like, well, what tent has insulation? Well, there's got to be something. There's the heavier material, a canvas, like a... Well, I mean, yeah, I understand where you're coming from on that because it's the, there's not. I mean, there are tents that are. Um, I mean, any tent that you get in, not unless it is a canvas top tent, like you would see one of those, like a, a a guide tent where they would put like a little stove in there or something. I mean, those tents are going to be able to hold heat, um, but the ones that we're in, they don't hold heat. They're just keeping the elements off of you. You know, the, the somewhat of the wind the rain and you know debris that might be blowing around um so i mean you're in order to have any kind of comfort um i mean you know it's it's designed the tent's designed in the back end of it where you could put like a window unit in there for an air conditioning you know like you'd have at your house um but you know even then it's not going to be it'll be it'll cool it off but it's not going to be as cool as it would be if it had some sort of yeah. layers on it you know but um I'll tell you what a good investment well, i think the best investment besides getting a, a john boat would be having a generator out there to where you could bring in you know some form of you know heater that would be safe inside of a tent or yeah Whatever. I mean, well, hell, people he call us wussies and say, oh, you don't know cold. I mean, cold is cold. Yeah. Which I was cold. My grandpa, I was talking to my grandpa, and my grandpa back in the day, it's been a while, but he used to be a very avid hunter. Mm-hmm. They, him and his uh, guy from church that, you know, they would go hunting every year. They go pheasant hunting and duck hunting. And he was telling me the trick is, even though it's flannel line and it's, a, you know, you get you a, a wool blanket mm-hmm. and you put that wool blanket in there. And then you'd be fine. It keeps you warm. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try that next time. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and when I've used my, that, in that tent, with that same sleeping bag before on a cot, what I did last time, I mean, I did whatever I could to block off where my head was. So we were camping um, down in San Marcos or New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. And I took towels. And shoved them in around my neck, just to keep air from coming in my in my sleeping bag. 
Yeah. And that worked perfectly. Yeah, well, I, I took my toboggan, and I pulled it down over my face, like, completely. And I took my hands, and I, like, gripped the lip, and I tried to tuck it as much as I could. But that still didn't, I mean, it didn't keep everything out. Right. And it wasn't even, like, my head and torso, of course, was cold, but that wasn't bad. Like, I could live with that. It was my feet. Yeah. Like, I... I feel, I thought that would be the warmest part because it's furthest away from the the air. Yeah. But that was the, my coldest part. And then I couldn't even, the second night, I couldn't even really sleep. Yeah. Because my feet were so cold. And I was like, man, I'm going to get hypothermia or, you know, because I got no way to warm them up. Yeah. Well, it, my feet were fine. Uh, my head was what was, my ears and my face was what was cold. But, um, I got other problems whenever I'm sleeping in a sleeping bag. One, the zipper gave me trouble. Yeah, that was a hard, that was a stuck zipper. I don't like that zipper. No. And two, I have a tendency that if I overexert myself lifting, carrying, picking up stuff, or laying in a certain way, my legs and stuff will cramp. Uh-huh. And that's a bitch getting up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. No it, one has more problems it hurts in a sleeping bag than Joe Boo does. I mean, well, the year, the time before, he had that one that's like a, I don't even know what you call it, but it scrunches up around your face. It was a cocoon yeah. style. And boy, that first camping trip, that man was struggling. Yeah, you pretty much got to lay down in it and just zip it up and be good there. If yeah. not, you're not going to be comfortable. Yeah. Because if you move, it's going to twist and. And just bunch up on you, so. But, uh, yeah, it's, I have a nightmare, man, with the freaking sleeping stuff. Especially with my legs cramping up. I don't know why it does that, but well, so it then does. The next morning, we get up, and we're all, I mean, at that point, I think we were all kind of in that. You know when you take a nap, but you wake up, you work, feel worse than you did before. Kind of feel <laughs> beat up. Yeah. It's like that. And we got up, and kind of slow moving and i was telling danny i was like let's go get in your truck and at least you know have the heater on mm-hmm. while we're waiting so we we waited for y'all and then y'all finally got out there and we hit the spot and there was nobody there it was i mean dead mm-hmm. so we're like okay well we don't i mean we still have a few hours till daylight yeah so we can kind of just hang out we don't have to go set up and all that yet yeah and then well i fell asleep in the worst position <laughs> I think ever. I had my hand up in the air. Like, I don't know how I fell asleep like that. Yeah. And I, well, that was a good hour or two like that. But when I woke up, I was, my neck and arm was hurting so bad. Well, let me ask you something. And, and Danny's not here to defend himself. So, but I was kind of under the impression like he was like ready to go home that second day. <laughs> like, he probably was. We, we was. limited out. We got our ducks. Let's go home. I was. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Because when Tyler was like, well, no, we're going to go, you know, because I don't know, something about the coffee or something. Because I didn't bring the... Well, it wasn't that. I mean, what else were we going to do? We weren't going to go back to the campsite right then and there no. and pack up. So are we we going to be cold and get a hunt in? Or are we going to be cold and just sit there at the campsite looking at each other? Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is, like, I was ready to go home, but I was also like, I'm, I want to hunt, too. Yeah. You know? 
But then, you know, we're talking about, okay, well, we're, we're not going to do a full hunt. We'll probably leave about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's good for me. Yeah. Because at that point, I was ready to get home. I was ready to take a hot shower. Yeah, I had homework to do. And by the time I got all that done and that was all said and done, I, I passed out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how it was when we went in. Saying I, we went and when we got back to Joe's house and we got them all cleaned up and you left early or whatever because you had to go do your homework. I stayed a little bit longer. Yeah. And I was like, Joe, I got to go. My stomach is, I hadn't, I hadn't <laughs> used a restroom in two days. That's not normal for me. I was like, I got to get home. I thought I was going to be able to make it, man. But that second morning we got up, it after eating that jalapeno that night before, it hit me and I was like, I'm going to do it while I got a toilet here, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to wait till I get out in the woods. Well, didn't you say that that park ranger or whatever went in after that lady and you could hear me. that was oh was it danny or somebody said the park ranger went in there and some lady had just been in there oh yeah lady went in there i was i was up there charging up my camera uh batteries and everything and uh she was like one of those park uh, rangers help clean the stuff you know and uh a lady went in there i mean i mean she must have had a bad growler or something man and Left it funky, and that lady just went walking in there, you know, just nah, da da da. Once she'd come around, she was like, uh. <laughs> she was like, uh. She was walking around, and she was trying to grab, like she would try to suck in some air, you know, and hold her breath and go in there. I'm like, just get in there and get it done, man. But, yeah, I'm sure whoever went in there after me, man, they probably thought, my God, what did this man eat? So, like I said, we wrapped it up. We had, in total, 21 birds between us. Mm-hmm. And that was a nice haul, man. Yeah. So, like I said, we saved the teal for to cook it later, and I took my my widgeon home and cooked it up. I I brined it and you know pan pan seared it and ate it. It was really good. And then y'all went. Was it the next weekend? Y'all went again, and that's when. Uh, it wasn't the next weekend. It was the. Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we were, I mean, my dad, he wasn't drinking. I mean, he had a few beers that day, but me and my cousin Edward, we were throwing them back. And I was still in the mood to hunt. So we ended up going to my dad's house and we got all the stuff and came back and I went straight to bed and woke up probably five hours later. And we left probably a little later than we should have, but we get out there and there's a guy out there already. We went to the same spot we hunted last time and, you know, I get out of the truck and he comes up to us and like, where are y'all hunting? And I showed him and he's like, well, I'm going to be way down here. So we weren't going to interfere with each other. And so me and my dad, we get our stuff and get out there. You know, we waited in the truck probably another hour or so. Because we stopped at Whataburger to get breakfast before we got out there. So, it was probably about 4 when we stopped at Whataburger. So, by the time we got to our spot, it was probably about 4.40 or so. Mm-hmm. And so, we waited in the truck probably another hour just to pass time being the warmth and not out there. And no one else showed up. So, we got our stuff, got out there, got set up. And we had probably been out there. It was probably 7.30 or so 
and we can hear, you know, tires or car moving in the parking lot. And, you know, I was like, no, oh, in my head, I'm like, well, it's probably the game warden, you know, coming out here to check. Mm-hmm. Well, they get out, and I mean, you could tell it's a group of people. You can't tell how many or whatever. You can just tell it's some people out there. They're talking and moving around, and you can hear a lady's world? voice. Yeah, and I'm like, what in the world? Decoys rattling around. And I was like, well, hopefully they go to that pond first and see no one's there, and instead of coming out to where we are, and they'll just set up there. And, you know, they pull up, it's probably about 7.30, it's probably about 8 by the time they get out to us. Mm-hmm. You can hear them getting closer and closer and closer. I'm like, there's no way they're about to come and set up right here, right next to us. And I'm sitting there, and I think my dad was on his phone, and I look over, I stand up, because I'm like, where are they? And I look over to my left, and about 30 yards away, well, one of the guys is standing there just staring at me, waving. I'm like, what in the world? And you're wearing a, a blaze orange hat. Hat. You know, <laughs> you don't wear that waterfowl hunt. I mean, you can if you really wanted to, but. Getting there, but not while you're. It doesn't make, I mean, it doesn't make any sense anyways, because no one's dove hunting. Yeah. You can't deer hunt out there. So I don't know why you would have been wearing that. And I'm like, well, they're going to see us here and move on. And they kind of got quiet for a second. And you hear them start moving around again. I look out there, and they're setting up their decoys 30 yards away from us. And you can tell they were new, not only because of the blaze orange hat, but they probably had five decoys with them total. Yeah. And they threw them out probably two feet past the shoreline. And, you know, they're sitting there, and they're you can tell they're brand new. I mean, they don't know how to blow a duck call. No. They're making all kinds of racket, and we didn't really see any ducks come in in the time frame that we were sitting there next to them. And I'm looking at my dad, and they're just continuously just wailing on their duck call. I mean, it made no sense what they were doing. And I was like, "We got to move." You know, we're never going to get anything sitting right next to them like this. Yeah, they might as well had a gazoo. Yeah, and, and so a whistle. I, my dad's still sitting there. He's packing up his bag, and I get up, and I'm going out to get the decoys. Well, instead of them, like, getting behind some cover or something, they're just right there on the shoreline, you know, like they're out there fishing. Yeah. Blaze orange hat still on. The kid, they had a kid with them. He's out there playing in the water. The wife or girlfriend or whoever they are was out there with them, and the the dad, or the adult male, he's sitting there just lounging in his chair just out there on the shoreline. Yeah, like they're fishing. What in the world? I mean, we would have never got any ducks, even if they flew by, seeing him out there like that. They're never going to decoy. And, you know, we moved down and probably another 200 yards away from him to get some separation. And we saw a few ducks fly over, and we had a couple that were going to decoy. And right as they were about to land, there was shots off in the distance, and it spooked them, and they flew off, and... That was pretty much how that hunt went. We got nothing, and it was a typical hunting trip for us yet again. Yeah, it was like old times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're coming off the split now, and we still got two months of, of solid hunting. 
and I know we're not we're gonna go be able to go this weekend because I got to work, and then next weekend is Tyler's anniversary. But that following weekend, I hope we can kind of get back in the at least for me going every other weekend. Yeah, because that's how I worked it out at work, and we can kind of get in that rhythm. Yeah, and hopefully we can get some more good hunts. I mean, I don't think we're gonna get into them like we did that opening day. Yeah, but hopefully we can pull in some more birds before the end of the season. Well, you know, today lined up pretty well as far as weather patterns and and scene goes. I mean, because we did have another cold front blow through, and there are a lot of birds moving right now, especially coming out of the north because, you know, they had an early freeze, snow, and they're not going to hang around if it's frozen. We assumed that before, and we saw how that goes. I mean, I do think that we need to find another place to hunt at least throw it in the rotation because we've hunted that same lake i mean to death yeah and like i said that was the best hunt we ever had but other than that it's kind of been i don't even want to say hit or miss it's been mostly miss yeah so i mean i would like to find another good spot i know having a boat or not having a boat kind of limits us but i think we do kind of need to search around and find yeah well we will it's still plenty of time oh yeah um and you know we've all kind of started talking about turkey hunting in the, uh, yeah. the spring so that'll be a little easier on us we won't have to worry about toting decoys a, a kayak it'll be pretty much just a, a hike with a gun and all our camo you know yeah so i think we'll we'll have some success there or at least know of where we may be able to go but so anyway, that's kind of a that's kind of a, our starting back up podcast show, our opening season for ducks, twenty twenty two. Hope y'all give it a listen and you know, give us a check, like, follow. Yeah, check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to work a little something on Twitter, um, so we'll. Uh, We'll be posting some things for for, uh, future shows. So y'all have a good one. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees. Younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze, country roads, take me home.